0: The Get Cute podcast. My name is Jocelyn Harper and I'm back. Are you excited? Um, I was actually supposed to be back a lot sooner this year. I am in a better headspace. I can do a lot more, but things kind of got a little um, frantic in terms of uh, tech influencer stuff. Um, I'm going to add like sparkle charm. Sounds around the tech influencer thing because I've finally I'm leaning into it. I'm leaning into it. That's what I am um But yeah, hi y'all. I'm back. Oh, <laughs> that's up <laughs> Um, I have missed sitting here weekly talking to myself talking to y'all so I hope that y'all find this episode very very helpful and um You know, I've been seeing so many Twitter spaces and TikToks and Twitter threads about this subject. And you know how tech Twitter likes to recycle topics all of the time. I figured that I would come on here and just give my final say about the topic because there's not really much more that I can say for y'all. And this is going to be my definitive episode on how to break into tech. Let's go. Point number one, you do not need to pay for a workshop in order to break into technology. Wait, hold on. Let's ver- you do not have to pay for a workshop or certification to break into technology. I'm saying it again because I know people like to come for me but you do not need to pay for a workshop a certification or a boot camp to get into technology can we just take a moment and let that just wash over ourselves because so many people feel as though that is the only way that they are able to get into technology and you know, some people might say that I'm hypocritical for this because I went to a technical boot camp six years ago and that's how I broke into technology. However, if you listen to, oh my gosh, it was in 2019 that I made that episode, I believe, about my experience going to a uh, technical boot camp, there was one very, very important thing that that boot camp offered that a lot of these boot camps that are currently around do not offer and that is an almost job guarantee what do I mean by that my boot camp had corporate sponsors where they were putting money into the boot camp because they desperately needed tech talent there was a there was a shortage of tech talent actually and their money was on the line for that so they needed to have us succeed and we also had job interviews while we were in the boot camp for numerous companies i believe i had four or five companies that i interviewed with so that is also major a lot of these boot camps that y'all are looking at or want to go to they don't have that guarantee for y'all it's kind of just like a whelp. Uh, we'll give you, like, they'll have, like, I guess, what is it? What do they call it? Like, a, um, it's like a, what they have at colleges, like a job help place, which is usually, like, one person, maybe two people, if you're lucky, trying to place you with employers and whatnot and help you with your resume, things like that. But that's it. And for me, that is not a good return on investment. And I'm going to need you all to have me a job if I'm dropping thousands of dollars most of the time to go to a boot camp to do this and i'm going to say the same thing for these workshops that you all are up here signing on for um never in my black life will i pay thousands upon thousands of dollars to someone where i can't verify their credentials for why they are selling me this thing um Again, people might call me hypocritical, but my journey in tech is highly documented by my resume (laughs) and also Google me. It's all there, I've been very vocal about my entire journey for the past six years, even on Twitter, search my tweets. A lot of these people that you are buying workshops and books and PDFs and this and that from, where? Where are the credentials? I don't want to see a book from somebody that just graduated college and can't build a REST API trying to tell me about system design. Do you hear me? That's not, that is not the right place to spend your money. With that being said, there are a lot of great courses. There are a lot of great books. There are a lot of great PDFs out there of people that Do have the credibility and the experience to be selling courses and I think those are the courses that you should look for but I just want to say to y'all that you need to do your research and I believe we got into some sort of discourse about this maybe this year last year time is a flat circle so I'm not even really sure anymore but It is on you as the consumer to do your research. The main point of marketing is to get you to buy something. Um, And you have to realize that marketing sometimes strides very, very, very close on lying. (laughs) That's how they get people to purchase things. Am I saying that's right? No. But there are people out there that do that and they are not telling the truth. And... I'm just going to say that Google is your best friend. Talk to people that maybe have purchased the course. um, Ask for reviews if there are are none that you can see, things of that nature. People will lie. And I just want you all to be safe out here. I want y'all's money to be safe. Um, I suppose another thing that's coming up would be uh, resumes. uh, People that will pay for Uh, resume writing and things of that nature. I'm not putting anything down resume writing. I did supplement my income for a bit when I was trying to help people get interviews and jobs um, in probably 2019 or 2020 where I was doing resume writing myself. But for me, I was charging $30 for an hour of going through the resume, and that included me making notations, emailing the customer, and then also having them send their resume back after they've made edits So I could say yes or no or what needed to be changed. And that was all for $30 because I didn't feel as though I needed to charge people more at that point because that wasn't my main point of income. Now I understand that people that do resume writing services and editing services and that's their main point of income, they charge what they are worth. I'm not going to be saying anything about that. However, I want y'all to do your research on these people. What is the returned value talk to people that have had their resumes edited by these people like what what is it going to look like for me? Um, and with that I'm just going to also kind of segue into you don't have to pay for these services a lot of that information is available for free on the internet for you to grab and you know I understand that people, charge these services like me i I mean i wrote my book by compiling my knowledge and also resources that i had available to me and offering a 200 page book for people to buy so i understand that time is money and perhaps people don't have the time or the want to go through and google this and that and the third however you Am I gonna am I gonna cancel for saying this? If you don't have the time to google something and read something for 15 minutes, then what makes you think that you're gonna want to break into a job, perhaps as a software engineer or you could be a product manager or UI UX designer, whatever you choose to be. And then go in there and be doing googling in for most of your job. Why why what makes me think that you won't do that at work? You know what I'm saying? Is that too much? It maybe. Maybe. I might edit that part out. This is just going to say and it was a very very long-winded way of me to say perhaps almost 10 minutes of me saying, "Please do your research." Please. These people will they just want to take your money. Please do your research. Please, I am begging you. Do your research before you drop money on anything. It doesn't even have to be thousands of dollars. It could just be $10. Do your research before you buy anything relating to anything about breaking into tech. da da, 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 da. Please do that for me. Point number two. There are multiple, multiple positions to have in tech to break into tech. There isn't just software engineering, which is where I specialize because I am a software engineer. However, there is product managers, there's design, user interface, user experience, etc. There's so many other paths that you can take to break into tech. You need to know what those paths are and then also research those paths and see which one aligns with you. There are often people that start in software engineering, but they transfer to being a business analyst or perhaps they want to be a product manager or maybe they want to be a scrum master or something along those lines. Those are the things that have people pivot. And it's not to say that they weren't a good software engineer, but when you're first looking into breaking into tech or perhaps you go to school and you get your computer science degree and, that is the only path that is shown to you then of course that's the only one that you're going to choose so just know that whenever you are reaching out to somebody on Twitter because again this is where I have most of my interactions with people just know that reach out to people that a are available they have the capacity to take on people as mentors or have the capacity to actually respond I will say that I do not respond to DMs mostly. First of all, my DMs are closed to um, pretty much everyone at this point, except people I follow, just because um, whenever I post something and say a tweet uh, goes a little viral or something, there my DMs just go poof, and I don't have the capacity for that ever. No matter what, I never have the capacity to be able to go through those DMs and figure those things out. Um, and also just make sure that uh, I'm the one that's going to be able to answer your question. Because like I said, I'm a senior software engineer with a very, very, very hyper focus in Java and uh, j- SRE backend, and I really love system design and architecture. So, if you're looking for something specific about JavaScript, mm, may not be I may not be the one <laughs> to help you. Anything front end oriented, I know enough react to call myself a full stack engineer. Like if there is a ticket that needs like a react component or something done, I can do that. But I don't specialize in that. So be mindful of the people that you're reaching out to. Um, it would love for a software engineer to reach out to a software engineer or somebody that's aspiring to be a software engineer to reach out to me. Um, then again, also see if that person that you are reaching out to has any other resources available. I do have my book available. On road for right now, I have to do some, some fun nesting to get my book back. That's a whole long story. Um, and then I also have threads. I have an Amazon wish list that I have, like all of my favorite Java books and then all of my favorite tech books that I own, things that I have actually read and I keep in my library and keep going back for references. So make sure that the creator that you are reaching out to, because oftentimes they're content creators like myself, Make sure that A, their core job aligns with what you would want. B, that they don't already have resources that are already answering the questions that you're asking. And that C, you are stating a question that is going to have some sort of actionable outcome from the creator. Messaging us just saying, hey, I really want to get into tech. Can you help me? My good sis, if I could help every single person get into tech... I would take you physically by the hand and lead you over into the telc realm, but that's just not how it works. And also geographic location matters, um, things of that nature. There's only so much that my bubbly personality and my network can do for all of us. And usually I don't Vouch for anybody that I don't know their work personally. And that includes people that I may have uh, worked with. Friends with. Etc. Um, because I've just seen that burn people way too many times. So the chances of me doing that for you. Slim. Like slim. Slim slim. Slim Jim slim actually. Um, it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna be happening. So Just remember that the people you're reaching out to are humans. They also are in separate divisions of tech and you should know what division that they represent before you reach out to them and if that is a division that you actually want to break into. Because a lot of the advice that I say like, hey, certs don't really matter. Once you go to like AppSec or InfoSec, oh no girl, they matter, but I ain't over there. So that's why you need to find out from some of my friends what I need to be looking into, et cetera, et cetera. So keep that in mind. My third and final tip to those that want to break into the tech industry is to be patient and don't compare yourself to anyone else in the industry currently. Why? Because it is a very large and skewed data set because if you take a look at me for instance I've been in industry for six years I may process things faster than you or slower than you I could also have just a different way of learning or retaining information or um I would say that I have worked very, very hard, but also I have just been very fortunate to have the right amount of luck when I've needed it in order to progress in my career. And you can't guarantee all of those things, all of those variables are also going to happen to you. I've seen this the most with Mm. the discourse around people saying that they're lying about people making six figures in tech, which I think is just a very odd and obscure figure for people to worry about because it is possible very very possible for you to make six figures in your entry-level job in technology and you don't have to live in Silicon Valley for that to happen actually you just need to be able to get a job at a place that is a tech first company what do I mean by that? I'm not saying that you have to work for Facebook or PayPal or any of those FANG-like companies because you know we already know that those companies are going to offer the most money to people straight out of college or straight off getting into the field because that's how they're set up, right? And that's why people go there because they are tech-first companies. However, there are other companies that you may not necessarily see as tech-first companies that also – offer those same rates if not on par if not a little bit below those rates it could be a fintech company it could be a bank that says that they're that they are a fintech company like JP Morgan Chase, for instance. Um, it could be someone that you use every single day and you're not even realizing it. Say like Spotify. Spotify is an application. Of course, they're going to be tech first, right? Um, even though it's a music platform, but now a podcasting platform, their main source of income comes through that application. So, of course, it's a tech first company you need to do your research um obviously places that are say like an ad agency or a smaller dev shop things of that nature no they aren't going to offer you six figures it's just impossible because mainly these types of companies they rely on cheaper dev work in order for them to um get the biggest profit that they can. Whereas these other companies are also already having a large profit margin. So they are willing to put the money out for great talent because their products and their applications are worth that to them. So again, I feel like this is just a really long episode of me just saying, please, please do your research on everything. Um, you know, I, I, will say that I have gone through a couple of situations in my tech journey where I kind of just dove into things um, because there was a need and a want for me to get out of my current situation without really researching what was going on, and that's where I fucked up. Anytime that I've gone into a situation where I just desperately needed to get out without researching, that is where I've had the most monumental (laughs) fuck-ups in my career. And I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want that to happen to anyone that is listening to this or maybe perhaps not listening to this. Um, Please tell your friends. But research is so important. Having that drive to that need to know more is going to help you so far maybe even when you f- like figure out that you don't want to be in tech or something but that need to know more about the situations that you're getting into is not only going to help you in whatever position you choose in technology but also help you in life and that's kind of like auntie jocelyn coming out to say hi hey. like do more research how Please, anybody that's going to be listening to this episode, please go back and take a shot for every time that I say, do your research in this episode. I promise you, I am not liable for whatever may happen outside of that. I'm not saying do a shot of alcohol. You could do a shot of apple juice, water, whatever. Um, I'm not liable for any alcohol poisoning or anything like that, but really do. Do your fucking research. This is your life. This is your livelihood. You want to get into tech because you want the money or you really, really love tech and this is all that you fucking want to do. Right? So if that is what you're going to base the rest of your working career on, like such a large chunk of your your adult life, why would you not research that? It's counterintuitive otherwise. Now that I'm done preaching, I suppose it's time for me to uh, get into the outro. As usual, if you if you have see I'm already fucking up, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email me at thegetcute podcast at gmail.com. I will do my best to answer any questions that you may or may not have. If you are not following me on social media, please do it. I just hit 14 thousand people following me on my personal twitter account which is amazing my personal twitter account is going to be javavitch and it is j-a-v-a-v-v-i-t-c-h feel free to follow me there there is also a twitter account for the podcast and that's going to be at get cute podcast feel free to follow me there um that is going to be the first place that you are more than likely going to know that an episode goes up because of course bots we love a bot. We love a good bot that does the great things. And, you know, I, I think that's it. Um, I've actually really missed doing this. And I want to say that I am going to be more consistent with the podcast. We're going back to our every week schedule. I have a lot of really cool topics and collaborations that I am planning. And as always, I hope y'all... Are treating yourself kindly, that you are extending yourself grace, and I will see y'all on the next one. Bye!